Ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and let In Dreams Club help you realize. Hello and welcome to Realize in Dreams Club's uh, film and TV podcast. I'm Chris and I'm joined as always by my good friend Andy. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. One, ooh, what was that accent you put on there? I don't know. I, d- I, I, thought, you were, I thought you were putting a little Danish. No, I try. <laughs> <laughs> a little Danish accent for us. So uh, you are joining us on our fourth episode of the London Film Festival mm. uh, week. If you haven't... Exclusive preview. Exclusive European premieres. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, if you haven't uh, checked out any of the other films we've talked about, we've talked about um, we've talked about One Night in Miami. We've talked about Soul, Pixar's latest film, and David Byrne's American Utopia. Today, we are going to talk about a little Danish film called Another Round, mm. starring everyone's favourite Dane, Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, I was going to say Snellson. I couldn't think of any other Danish people. Is is Christian Eriksen Danish? Oh, I have to, I re- I'm oh. really bad with Scandinavian countries. I've got to be honest with you. I have no idea. It might actually be borderline racist. Yeah. How, how I get confused between the Scandinavian I'm not even going to try and search for that. Good. Carlsberg. Carlsberg, that's Danish. Yeah. If Carlsberg did movies, they'd probably be the best movies in the world. Yeah. Just like another round. Wow. The London Film Festival winner. Best, best film. Picture. Mm. At London of Film the London Film Festival, another round, and I've got to be honest. Do I agree with them? I might well agree with them. Wow, wow! And we still got, we've still got two more films to talk about mm. after this one. But mm. this, I came out of this film so happy. Yes, so happy. It was so. It was. It was amusing. It was. Uh, it was thought provoking. Yeah. It made me think a lot about my own life. I mean, the, this this film uh, to give us. I, I, shall I give us an elevator pitch? Of this yeah, film right I, now I think we... I think that's uh, yeah. Give us an elevator pitch of Druck, and, and then we can all oh, Druck. Oh, Druck, the Danish the name. Danish name Druck, which obviously just uh, for the, for those of you that haven't done months of Danish training like yes. we have, Druck literally means drunk. Mm. But um, for its European and North American release, I think yeah. it just they changed it to another round. Um, so the elevator pitch for this is essentially you've got four um, middle-aged? middle-aged? Yeah. Middle-aged. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're all kind of late 30, early 40s, I, I think. I think they're 40s, yeah. Are they 40? Early yeah. 40s. Um, you've got sort of four uh, middle-aged, 40-odd-year-old uh, Danish teachers. Mm. And um, I think that one is that Mads Mikkelsen, our main character, is that he is a history teacher. Yep. You've got a philosophy teacher, a music teacher, and a PE, a, yep. a PE teacher. Um, and the philosophy teacher stumbles upon this philosopher whose name is... I don't know. I wasn't sure if you had it right I there. Can, um, I, can, I can get it, maybe. Uh, but he stumbles across this philosopher who puts forward this idea that um, humans have been born with a blood alcohol percentage that is 0.05% too low. Yeah. And so what they decide to do... Uh, is, is actually just drink solidly through the day 
to keep their blood alcohol level at a certain point and see what effect that has on their life. Because all four of them, for different reasons, potentially, have, have, got, have got, sort of been stuck in a bit of a rut. Yeah. Um, and we see what the rut is for, I think, probably two of the characters in, in, in a bit more detail. Mads Mikkelsen, obviously, very much so. Yeah. Um, and the other, another sort of music teacher we see a little bit, and the, and the PE teacher, we kind of don't see very much yeah. of him, but it becomes much more important later on in the film as to why they decide to go through with this. Yeah. The first, it is sort of put across as a bit of a joke, and then it becomes more, uh, it becomes um, uh, much more important th- as the film goes on. And it's it's very amusing. And yeah. it's very amusing as to how things um, progress, because then they decide to, they, they decide to actually write a sort of, uh, like a, a paper about it, don't they? Yeah, they, they, they're doing basically, they're, they're, the way they kind of like justify it to themselves is uh, we're doing research. So we're doing, we're going to mm. do an important paper and research about um, whether this theory um, is correct and whether it works. So, so we'll, we'll log all of our activities and when we're having drinks and we'll make it very official. And then, um, then obviously things progress. They decide to do more and more alcohol. Yeah, they push, they push it further to the stage two and stage three. And um, and and that's kind of the that's the elevator pitch. When it's the it's the um, it's the results of their tests and their yeah. experiments as to what what happens. Um, and I, I've got you know, I was sat there in the theatre and I can't. It, there was a lot of laughter. Yeah, it was very. It was- I, th- I, th- I think a lot of things, I don't know if it was necessarily, you know, maybe everyone else had had a bit of a drink before going mm, in. Maybe. But it, people, were, people were genuinely laughing out loud. And it was, it's, it's really funny because obviously we're, we're sat there and we're watching this film that is, like, like we, I think we mentioned at the beginning, is all in Danish, so it's all subtitled. Um, and just the delivery of certain lines and the way things are going was just so funny. And so, and obviously, you know, you've got these people who are, on the verge of drunk pretty much the whole time yeah. throughout the film and seeing their reactions to everything and the way that the way that sort of people react to them is, is was very funny yeah and i, I th- it, what was great as well is we had a little in- intro of the film with the director thomas vinterberg and uh, the screenplay uh, so that the writer as well was him and tobias lindholm and they were talking about the idea of like for a long time they'd wanted to make a film about alcohol and about drinking because I think in um, in Denmark there's quite a big drinking culture there and they were basically saying that like so much of history and so much of our human history has been defined by people who drink a lot and like so in the film there's always talk of Winston Churchill yeah um, Hemingway and who's it there's one other was it the American it was like was it the um was it Eisenhower? No. Uh, Is it one of the presidents? One of the presidents, yeah. Yeah. And they, they talk about how all of them always drank all the time type of thing. It's funny because when they said that, it, it was... Um, it, it's, it's mad, isn't it, in one of the history lessons where he's talking about how a lot of history has been defined by alcohol. Yeah. And I was sort of thinking about that for a while afterwards. I was thinking, I was thinking Is, that, is that true? And, and then mm. you think back to sort of, you know... you even if you're going back a few hundred years where actually the cleanest way of drinking would have been alcohol. Yeah. Because obviously water, there was no like proper water, water purification, like obviously that we've yeah. got today. And one of the easiest ways to do it would be to make beer yeah. or make some kind of spirit. And they, I, I'm, I don't know too much about this, but I'm pretty sure in like the sort of Victorian times, like gin was still the, the easiest way to get fluid into you or something. And there, there was like, or, there, or no, it was like, there was no tax on gin or something yeah, like that in, in London, yeah. especially. And that's why gin, there's so many gin distilleries in London and why 
stuff like the beefy to gym became a huge thing in London yeah. because of it. Um, so it's quite funny when you think of it like that. Yeah, actually, it's a funny context to yeah, take into something. That people probably would have drunk more alcohol than water yeah. back, you know, not even that long ago. Yeah. And it, it's fun then seeing that through the lens of also, obviously, a lot of the time in the film, it's comedic and most of it is, is quite lighthearted. But it also naturally goes into the terrible addiction-ish mm. yeah, side like the of dangers things of it. The and dangers, the dangers yeah. of it and, and how terrible it can be on families and people and relationships. And I think the film does a really nice job of actually kind of handling those two different things. On the whole, I would say it's a joyous and fun experience mm. and, and comedic in, in everything it does, but it definitely doesn't shy away from those those kind of hard-hitting moments as well. I really appreciated, because obviously we're seeing most things through the eyes of um, Mads Mikkelsen's character. Yeah, he's, he's kind of the lead he's, character. And, and um, one of the things that I loved in this film that they didn't sh- spend too much time stressing on was the idea that, oh, how are they getting away with this? Yeah. Like, how, how is nobody noticing? And, and because you're seeing it from these four characters' perspectives, you kind of get the impression that they no one no one notices yeah and, and but then when when it is revealed that actually no everyone has known the whole time yeah well like it's not like it, it's it's not as secret as everyone yeah. thought kind of and it, the fact that it's not this huge reveal of wait you've been doing what yeah, it's just a yeah. case of like no we know what you've been doing we're just yeah, like we don't yeah. want this confrontation which yeah. which feel which feels a much more real and human reaction to this yeah than yeah, yeah. the whole what you did like you've been drinking all day every yeah. day what <laughs> I, and i've got to be honest actually when 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 i heard the the picture oh, to be right firstly to put this back into perspective as well mads mickelson oh i mean what an actor what? I, i've been i remember when we when we left we were getting, i think we were getting the train back and i said i've been saying for years yeah years and years like before rogue one before this stuff i'm saying if i could make a film he would be in it and he would be my main character and he yeah. would, but he would not be playing a villain because he was, he's a villain. Like he, yeah. he's just got that face. Yeah. He's Hannibal. He is, um, I can't remember the name, but Casino Royale there. Yeah. Uh, what's the name? Oh. Proper French villain name. Le Chief. Le Chief. Le Chief. Le Chief. Yeah. And then, um, but then, and even in Rogue, and even in like in Rogue One. You think like, he's a baddie. Oh, is he a baddie? Is he not a baddie? Oh, he made the Death Star. Yeah. Oh, but then he he's made the, yeah. um, and then now, you know, this is one of the, you know, obviously, uh, well, Death Stranding video game. You know, yeah. he's the villain. Another baddie. He's the villain. Is he the, is he the villain? Um, I think he's absolutely phenomenal, and in this, I think he's absolutely amazing as well. He's, he feels it, it. It feels very much like I, I haven't actually seen a great amount of his films. I know he's done quite a lot of Danish films, and I think he's done another yeah. film with this director called The Hunt, which is meant to be very good. And so I haven't seen him kind of what feels like his natural home. Yeah. Like seeing him talk Danish and be a, a normal person he's is... so understated like there's there's some actors that you'll watch um I, this isn't i love this actor and this is not a, a throwing shade at someone but like leonardo dicaprio mm. like you will watch him in films and you will see him putting like everything he has into it yeah. like you watch the revenant or you watch the wolf of wall street or you watch yeah. Um, Shutter Island and stuff like that and you what you're literally watching him pouring his soul into something yeah. whereas in this film I'm watching him play at this history professor and I'm watching his life kind of fall apart a bit and him find a way of coping with it which he sees as an experiment you know experiment. as an experiment yeah. but um 
And very like how it was with the revelation of, oh, everyone knew what was going mm. on. It was understated. This film is ama- this film is amazing at that. Don't tell, and sometimes yes. don't even sometimes don't even show. Yeah, it's just it's there. It's there. What's happened? The implication of what people are feeling is there, but it doesn't need to be poured out to you the res- through the screen of someone chewing some scenery to like get it across. The restraint oh. in the screenplay in certain scenes is phenomenal because obviously we're not going to spoil anything because I, I again i don't know what the release of this is like there isn't there isn't a wide release yeah. it's been released um i think in september in denmark and i think in september um someone picked it up for u.s distribution but there's nothing about uk yet because where where the film eventually goes is is, is incredible and the fact that that what happens in the film happens and you don't ever feel it never feels like they are going over the top with anything, even yeah. though what happens in the film in certain points you know, is quite... You know what's happened, you know why it's happened, and you know the characters know this, but they don't have to yeah. spell out. There's yeah, no yeah. exposition about it type yeah. of thing. I, yeah, th- there's a couple other things that I wanted to... Another points that I wanted to make with it, because I often, I often found myself over the last few years where I'm, I'm not a huge drinker, I don't think, generally. Mm. Like, I would gen- Although I'd say, actually, having said that last few, like, during lockdown <laughs> and everything, like, when it gets to the weekend, yeah. it's just like, oh, I'll have a few drinks. And I've always found with myself as someone who suffers a bit from a bit of, like, social anxiety, and I'm not yeah. huge of, with getting into, like, groups of new people, people that I don't know very well. I often find that once I've had, like, two pints of beer, mm. my, my whole... I just change and my sort of attitude to stuff is so different. And so when you said about this film and it was the idea that humans have been born with 0.05% alcohol too little. And I was like, yeah, maybe that's right. Maybe Maybe that, maybe that is my problem. (laughs) Yeah. And then when it came out that everyone in the, the the main characters in this world were teachers. Yeah. yeah. My profession as well. I was like, oh, this is, this film is literally made for me. And then seeing how great they teach when they've started drinking yeah. during the day. I mean, Chris. So this whole time, since we've gone back so after lockdown, I've just been half cut the whole time. Yeah. Not, <laughs> I haven't. That was a, that was a joke. Yeah. A joke. But <laughs> I, 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 um, they go, you know, the whole idea of them being drunk in, in while teaching is very, um, amusing. And, and a lot of the time it's done in a very funny way, mm. but then you kind of get, there's sort of like staff room meetings here and yeah. there through the film where they're, they're being like, oh, we found these bottles here where the, some of the kids must be drinking on site. Because yeah. the, the opening of the film actually is about, is talking about like the Danish young people's drinking culture. Yeah, and their kind of traditions that they... As, yeah. And so they sort of assume that this drinking on campus must be the kids. Um, and then the way that those meetings, that change from the mm. beginning of the film to the end of the film is quite a, a good... Uh, a, a quite an impactful thing, I think, as well, with yeah. how they're what they the teachers are all thinking about. Um, yeah, I loved this film. Yeah, I loved it. Excellent. Another another glowing review from us um, of a wonderful film. Absolutely. To, to check out if you can. I also think now I'm going to always struggle when I see new films that that sort of don't culminate in a huge dance routine starring Mads Mikkelsen. <sighs> I mean. If it doesn't have a jazz dance by Mads Mikkelsen at the end of it, is it even a film? How? I mean, uh, there's a kind of a running joke between the four of them that, through the film that he used to be a what was it? He, like he a, was trained in jazz, jazz ballet, jazz ballet, jazz ballet. Yeah, 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 that's it. And um, and they're like, oh, go on, give us some jazz ballet. And he's always like, oh no, my legs hurt or something. Yeah. And then finally, at the end of the film, he does it. And 
he's incredible. Oh, it's it's, it's phenomenal. And it's it's a hundred percent not like a like a stunt actor or anything. Yeah, it? it's a hundred percent him doing the dancing. I haven't looked it up, and I kind of don't want to. And I really hope the way it happened was just during the film like the director or the screenwriter was like talking to him and like like oh, i've got this idea and stuff like we'd like to get you involved kind of like yeah is there any like interesting quirks or things like oh yeah i did study like uh jazz ballet when i was younger and then they were like right we're writing it into the character i'd well, love that as an idea but i also hope that um I hope that Mads Mikkelsen has been sort of like casually putting this in for everything he's been in. Like he goes to directing. He was like, um, you know, like Hannibal, when he was Hannibal Lecter, when he was um, Le Chief, he sort of went to them and like, oh, by the way, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I did a jazz ballet when I was younger. And they're like, yeah, all right, man. So I don't think this pit where you're whipping Daniel Craig's balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're playing quite... poker, we don't really need you dancing. We just want yeah. you playing poker. Kind of. Yeah, you're actually going to be, you're making the Death Star. I don't really think we need like a sort of yeah. ballet... <laughs> Uh, like musical interlude in Rogue One <laughs> and then it finally gets the film about drinking and he's like yep let's do it yeah, let's, let's do get it in end, Matt, the end of that film yeah. is, uh, is, is very good well the whole film's very good yeah. I loved it yeah um, yeah the London Film Festival winner of best picture mm. Mm. And, and, strong and well well done well deserved well deserved, well deserved. Um, anything else anything more you want to say about this no I think that's it I think yeah I am um, Again, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, it if, you, if you get a chance at all to watch another round and you don't, and, you, and you're happy to um, read some subtitles, I yeah, guess. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's one thing is I know some people are very funny about reading f- subtitles in films. This is there's no dub or anything. This is a subtitled film, so you need to yeah. go into expecting that. Just do some reading. Yeah, it's reading. Guys. Yeah, Come yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for that. Definitely check out another round when you uh, if you ever get a chance to. Mads Mikkelsen is amazing. What an, what an absolute hero. Mm. Um, we will be back on the next episode of Realize for our penultimate uh, London Film Festival episode, all about Nomadland. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you on the next episode of Realize. Skull. Skull.